Hello, everyone. I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by Jennifer Campbell, and this is Girls Talk Ad. Today's episode is brought to you by DPH Biologicals. To unharness your soil's fertility to maximize yield, visit dphbio.com. So, Jen, we are halfway through December, last month of 2021. And I feel like everyone says this every December. Oh, where (laughs) did the year go? And it's for me, I look back on 2021. I'm like, the past six months, I feel like flew by. Harvest just was here and out in a matter of seconds for me. I saw something the other day that said, um, whoa, 2021 is over. I'm still dealing with 2019. (laughs) And I I feel like that's true. I don't know if that's age or if that's the year. I never know because like you said, everybody always says in December, whoa, what happened to that year? So I'm thinking maybe it's age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel as I've gotten older that the years go by, but the days are slow. Is that, is that the old saying the years go by, but the days are slow. I feel that sometimes. Oh, I feel that most definitely there are days or, or like you say, when you look back, harvest seemed to have flown by, but in the midst of it, when we had that 10 to 12 day break, you're like, harvest is never going to end. And so, yeah, it's kind of funny. Time is funny. And hard to believe 2022, like someone was talking about 2023 the other day. I'm like, that seems so far away, but no, 2022 is just less than two, three weeks away. I don't know, but we're half, we're almost there. Yeah. I just, I, like I said, it's hard to believe. And, and before you know it really, we'll be saying 2022 is over, bring on 2023. (laughs) I don't know. We'll come back with it in a year. I was looking through our podcast episodes from the past year because I was just curious, what did we cover in 2021? And I thought, wow. So one of the things I was going through, one thing that stood out to me was the um, episode we did back in February with um, Sonia Galley and her Aussie Bendy that won American Farm Bureau Federation's Farm Dog of the Year. Yeah, Yeah. that was just in February that we recorded that. So that was fun to reflect back on. And I follow Sonia on Instagram and I believe Bendy had puppies. I think it was Bindi. One of her dogs had puppies. So it's been fun to follow along with her and watch all the adventures from her farm. So I like how we established that connection and I get to continue to be in touch with her. And, and then when I was looking through the rest of the episodes, I thought really our conversation circled around the pandemic, the never ending COVID-19 conversation. I mean, you we I don't know about you. It seemed like the topic got old, but it was always newsworthy because it was always affecting our lives one way or the other. It just didn't end. It just had the well, domino effect. It, it did have a domino effect. And and like you say, it was affecting your life one way or the other because I feel like it encompassed life. Mm-hmm. Um, there was always something that that it was affecting in our life whether it was um, having to wear masks everywhere or school, schools being canceled or e-learning or having groceries delivered or, I mean, just 
just every day it it seemed like it wasn't only on the news, but it was something that was just affecting day to day life. Yeah. How have you guys? I don't know. We we have had. Um, they say there's a var- a new variant. We have had yeah. a new uh, a new breakout around here locally. Really? Have you guys? Oh yeah. I know cases have spiked again um, in our local area. Some are attributing that to getting together with family over the Thanksgiving holiday. It's been now mm-hmm. almost two and a half, three weeks since Thanksgiving. Um, so I saw they're attributing to that. And then it, it naturally brings up other news related to COVID-19. And some are saying, well, this is just a new seasonal thing that we're going to keep seeing. So I, I honestly, I've said this before, I don't know what to believe because you can't just believe everything you see, Um, but it continues to be in the forefront of people's minds. And I wonder how long it will be because it's, it's interesting people back in 2020 to say, oh, it's going to last two weeks. Right. (laughs) And And here we are. Yeah, here we are going into 2022. It's been two years. We had a pretty serious breakout around here. And and honestly, this last breakout hit closer to home for me personally than 2019 or 2020 did. Um, uh, Multiple people I know personally and are friends with were in the hospital, um, lost someone to it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say that I'm taking it more seriously now because I, I, I don't even want to get into that, but, um, it, it hits, a, it hits a different note Yeah, when it's with, when it's within, I know people can't see me as I'm reaching out, but it, 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 it really hits a different note when it's within your grasp. Yes. Yes. Uh, and, and I say that because, but like my daughter had it in, 2020 um but my mom had it two weeks ago and then like i said friends have had it um it's it's i don't know i think it's here to stay yeah yeah and like i said it always circles back on that conversation because it is still newsworthy and it affects other things in our industry like for example the supply chain issues have been huge the bottlenecks like we were talking about um the bottlenecks i believe back in 2021 but still a relevant issue today and it's caused by many things um, many different things that they're still researching so it's just it's just a round robin i feel like we keep going around in circles mm-hmm. round in circles and i don't think it's going to go away mm-hmm. um did they ever get the the ships off the coast did did any of those ships ever get worked out I believe they're still working on it. They're still, they're saying there's still supply chain issues. I don't, I haven't heard about it much, so I don't know if it's in the forefront of news, if it's getting better. I don't know. I haven't heard it as a headline lately. So maybe it's just old news and they're still trying to get it together. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've been 
watching as I order things online to see how long they take and expecting it to be delayed, which is very hard for me because I'm a procrastinator when it comes to buying Christmas gifts. Yeah. So that's probably going to bite me, but that will also, I, I did this last year. I thought, let's just try to buy more local. So I go into town and go to the local shops and buy there where I can just get it right then and right there instead of having it come to my doorstep. Um, I procrastinate because if I buy a present for you, I want to give it to you right away. I mean, I don't want to wait till Christmas. I want yeah. you to have it. So I have to procrastinate. Um, I, and I, I am hugely guilty of cussing all of the factory or not factories, but uh, warehouses that are popping up around us because we are in, we are in the midst of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I can see Amazon warehouses from my house um in more than one direction but man i love amazon (laughs) (laughs) it's convenient that's what we're looking for is convenience yeah when i was working at my local chamber of commerce which i did for about a year and a half i really learned the benefits of local to the economy especially to the local economy and i i do i try to do a balance of both but it really opened my eyes to shop local when i can um and support those jobs yeah Um, yeah i think it's coming i think that was one um benefit of the pandemic, I don't want to say there was, you know, there's pros and cons to it. A lot of bad things did happen, but I really think, cause I worked part of the pandemic in my chamber job in 2020 and there was a big push to go local, which was nice to see. Right. And, and so I try to also convince myself, well, Amazon is local cause it's providing jobs here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. out my window basically at the at the warehouses i don't know um there obviously isn't one right way so yeah no divide i don't know yeah looking for an alternative to starter fertilizer dph biologicals offers a competitive alternative for broad acre crops without sacrificing yield Refined across millions of acres, TerraTrove combines microbes, plant extracts, and algae to offer the most complete biofertility solution available. To unharness soil fertility and maximize yield, visit dphbio.com to learn more. Okay, pandemic, Aussie dogs, what else do we talk about? Um, we, when I was looking through our episodes, our conversations also circled back to social media. I mean, we talked quite a bit. I think that's where a lot of our conversations begin is social media. And then we get our reaction and our perspectives here on the podcast. But when I was looking through the show descriptions, I thought, so we, we usually circled back to social media during every episode, um, whether we were talking about the farm wives, like we did recently, what's yeah. a farm wife that started on social media. Um, we were talking about farm TikToks, things like that, and just discussing trends. So I think it's easy for us to discuss that because we are active on social media. And we talked about the goods and the bads. We talked about how it can affect mental health too. So there's many sides to that conversation as well. And I think, again, circle, everything comes in a circle. I think social media really, really, it was already on a, 
you know, a snowball, but I think that um, the pandemic affected that as well because it became a way of communication and, and keeping in touch with each other. Mm -hmm. And it also gave people a platform that they might not have needed, but Mm -hmm. won't go there either. (laughs) Yeah. See, I see both sides to it. I see from a personal perspective of people using the platform, but I've also heard more discussions, um, within the past year of, um, sorry, I'm getting off Facebook. It no longer serves me or Twitter. It, Which they, is fair. I get that. Yeah. But also, it is a fantastic tool to keep in touch with people. I mean, mm-hmm. it really is. Um, so many people want to focus on the bad, but scroll past the bad. Let's, let's focus on like, I was thinking about somebody from high school the other day and I, you know, they couldn't find him on Facebook. How are you supposed to keep up with people? Telephone. <laughs> I, I don't even, I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin to find. Telephone. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. You, you don't know how to find their number. Yeah. It's not like you can just go on and Google it. That was a topic of one episode that we titled was scroll on. Cause we talked yeah. about how you, you don't need to, you can just scroll on past bed and see the good. Um, well, it's been about a year since I took a month off social media um, just because I was fed up with it. And I don't know, it was affecting me that of the way I see things. And, um, it, it was an interesting perspective because I still have to use social media. I, right. I help people with social media in my business. So I, cre- I created a fake profile and didn't have any friends except like one person who she really wanted to be my friend, <laughs> but it's, it's just all the way, how you look at it. You got to set your own boundaries. And that's why I think we really came to in each episode. Each person is different. They use it for different things. Um, just the politicalness of the world, I think too affected it and people took it to heart. And I, I think that's true. Uh, Chris and I see social media different. He, he loves to read and, and he takes everything in, when I need a break from social media, I literally just put my phone down. I don't, it, it may be for one day. It may be for 48 hours. It may be for a week, but uh, like you, I have to use it for business to keep things moving on my site. But um, I can, I, I found that I, I can go in and post a recipe and, and read the comments from another one and then just close it down because mm-hmm. I, I, it's kind of like a boundary thing or just knowing what my brain can handle. Now I can't mm-hmm. do that with everything, but I- I've found I can do that with social media. It's, One of the know. episodes we back in September, we talked about the ivermectin for COVID-19 treatment. And yeah. on this conversation of social media, it can spread misinformation without yep. science-backed research we won't get into the discussion of whether it works or not, because that's not for us to decide, but it does cause spread of information. I do believe that. Oh, it totally does. Because, because it's a, it's a free platform for anyone to use. You don't have to have any credentials to say anything on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I could literally right now go to my Facebook page and write licking the bottom of your shoe can cure your migraine headache. (laughs) I mean, I could, that's the thing. There is, there is just nothing. I think I I should do that and see what happens. 
see the reactions but, you get. I, I, I mean, and there are people who are going to read it and go, Jennifer's lost her mind again. And there are people who are going to read it and then Google it to see if it's really true. There are going to be people on there who, who do it and then complain that their migraine isn't gone. Um, I think that's funny that you can just make blanket statements about mm-hmm. anything on, on, there are no rules. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I wrote an article for um, DTN for the December DTN progressive farmer. And um, it was about tax deductible Christmas gifts for your farmers. It was tongue in cheek kind of because we practice tax deductible gift giving around here. Um, But I, I got a email this morning from a 70 year old lady who'd read it and she was incredibly upset with me um, for writing that because Christmas was about, uh, giving and they, uh, taking advantage of it and giving only tax deductible gifts. I'm like, turn the page lady for reals. Don't, if you're not into tax deductible gifts, scroll on. I Mm -hmm. understand the need to, like we watched cowboy bob when i was a kid it was a morning cartoon show and cowboy bob was literally a guy dressed as a cowboy and you know if you don't have anything nice to say go on whatever it's not constructive feedback no it it literally thank you i think that is that is what i was thinking what you're telling me is not constructive feedback mm-hmm. basically telling me i have no morals because i give tax deductible gifts. And, and Did you respond to that email? You know, damn it, Kelsey. Or, I, you're, wa- you, or you're waiting. May, uh, sometimes you know, I think it's good to wait 24 uh, hours and think about it. I I did because she just kind of pissed me off. She, she, she was, she, she kind of made me mad. Um, but for me, family and friends and church are my reasons for the season of joy. Not figuring out how to get a tax break. Oh, good grief, lady. All my tax, uh, move on. I can't move on though, can I? <laughs> I did email her back. Looking for an alternative to starter fertilizer? DPH Biologicals offers a competitive alternative for broad acre crops without sacrificing yield. Be sure to check out Ag News Daily's interview with DPH Biologicals to learn more about their complete biofertility platform, TerraTrove. To unharness soil fertility and maximize yield, visit dphbio.com to learn more. Told her that I was sorry she didn't find me amusing, but I thought I was hysterical. So, Do you get quite a bit of emails when you write columns like that, whether they're good or bad? Do you find people interacting with you on that side? I don't very often. And so like this morning when I saw this email, I was really excited um, until I read it. I I don't. I don't get a lot. I have... um, I have one here somewhere. I've gotten... I probably don't get one every month I write, but um, I wrote a DTN article a few months back about um, looking at the track, the mirror in the tractor. And um, 
some some uh, farmer from Texas sent me a note and said, there's nothing more beautiful than a woman doing her work, no matter what she looks like. And um, I actually keep that one around here. It floats around my office because every now and then when I'm trying to clean up, I'll run across it and it it always makes me smile. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. Like you say, constructive criticism. I don't, mm-hmm. if you have something constructive to say that m- would make me a better writer. I'm not opposed to constructive criticism, but just telling me that I don't understand the reason for the season. I don't know. She pissed well, me people off. take opinion as criticism and there's, there's two different buckets there. There is. And, and she, I, like I said, she, like I said, she pissed me off, but I'm sure when she read my article, I pissed her off. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's the scroll on thing. Yeah. Just cause you don't agree with something I wrote in a magazine. I mean, I didn't force you to read it. I didn't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What else did we talk about? Well, I was, I was going to social media. Yeah, that was the basis. Those are the two biggest things that I pulled out from looking past from past episodes um, this year was the pandemic, COVID-19, and talking about social media. Uh, we did have a great guest on last time, um, Jason Mock with Monkey sure. Meets, and that was a great conversation. Um, and I always I always like when we bring on guests to get a different perspective, changes the dynamics a little bit, because usually it's just us chatting about what's going on in agriculture. Um, but it's great to give perspective, and we're always open to ideas, too yeah what to talk for sure. about. on twitter facebook um if if you have something in mind shoot it out there we're okay. always i yeah. mean we we literally talk to each other almost every day and you know or what should we talk about this week what should we talk about next week um oh sometime we need to bring this up and we enjoy um seeing there's I don't see a lot of negative feedback. Maybe I'm not just reading the right places, but people will reach out and message us said, heard your episode um, on this. I really appreciated um, your perspective. Someone once called us. Um, we are not armchair quarterbacks. Was it? I think someone said we actually yeah. are out and about and we don't know everything. That's for sure. Absolutely but we, what, what we do is we get together and discuss it. Even if we have different perspectives on it i think that's neat that we we do come together with different perspectives and opinions um because i think that's what makes a good conversation if we were all always on the same page we're just patting each other on the back basically right so jen looking back on 2021 either personally or professionally what how would you sum up this year for you it's been a good year. I don't, I had a kid graduate high school. Actually, I had the last kid graduate high school and get a really good job doing what he loves and um, with a plan of, of coming home to farm. Um, I had uh, my oldest started grad school at Iowa State in agronomy. Uh, my middle um, just moved back home last week to do her student teaching um, at an elementary school uh, to get her degree in elementary ed. Um, farming wise, was it a good year? You don't have to get into specifics, but you know, farming wise, it was, um, it wasn't a record breaking year, year yield wise, but I don't, 
obviously you can't have that every year. Uh, we got our work done. I thought that, um, I thought it was really interesting that we started planting early and some of the earliest stuff we planted got snow on it and still came through. So that was also a great learning experience, really. Um, I feel like Chris and I are, are really making progress on the farm. Um, I don't know. I just, it's every year is so different. Sometimes my favorite thing to do is I take a lot of pictures on my phone. And my favorite thing to do is when I can't remember what I've accomplished this year is go back through your pictures. If you're like me and take a lot of pictures or, or go back through your social media or, or cause sometimes like you don't always remember Mm-hmm. Good or you, you don't look, you don't look back. Cause I'm guilty of taking photos or mm-hmm. videos on my phone and then they just stay there. They you do. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that would be a good video. I'm thinking out loud here, going back, taking those photos on my phone and putting them in a video. I always think when I'm older, cause when I was younger, I would look through photos that my grandparents had when I'm older, where are those photos going to be on my phone? So I want to I want to be better about putting them somewhere, whether it's printing them, putting them in a photo album, putting a video together. I don't know. But I think technology, like we always reiterate, is great, but it does have its downside. And I think as I'm staring at my phone right now, what should I do with those photos? And I think that's really something to think about because if something were to happen or someone were talking, those, those photos in your phone are only visible by you and Mm -hmm. no one else. Like you can't sit down and go, Oh my gosh, these were all photos mom took in 2021. Um, because they're stuck in my phone. Mm -hmm. And for a while people stopped printing. Actually now people stopped printing photos when we went to digital because, well, what are we going to do with boxes of photos? But someday those boxes of photos are going to be important. And I've learned from my grandmother, she passed away um, in 2020. She was very good about writing on the back of photos, which we are so grateful now because there are some photos though that didn't get written on. Well, who is this person? Right. We've been going through old slides um, from years and years and years ago, you know, the old slides and some of them are written on. So we knew who's in the photo somewhere. And so what do you do with those? You don't know who's in them pitch it because I mean, no one's around to tell you who it is, but now that I'm talking and reflecting out loud, that's something I want to be better at. So maybe that's a goal for 2022. I don't do new year's resolutions. <laughs> I don't I just either. Goals. Yeah. So what about you? What do you think about for 2022? What what do you want to be better at or what do you want to be more of a priority maybe? Oh, wow. Um, I always think I'd like to be more timely and not procrastinate so much, but you and I talked about procrastination before we started recording. Um, I seem to get energy from procrastination. Um and creativity. So maybe, maybe I'll be more procrastinating. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you be more procrastinating? Can that be a there's, goal? There's some kind of technique. Oh, it's called the 
Pomodoro technique. Yeah. If I'm saying that right, I've learned about it recently where you work for 25 minutes and then um, you take like a five or 10 minute break. I'm not sure what it is, but that's helped with my procrastination because I'm so worried about just getting started on it. I'm thinking if I just take 25 minutes to do it, it's amazing what I get done in 25 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I can probably keep doing this, you know, type of thing. Yes. And actually I have done that before and it's really yeah, if you just say, I call it my okay method. I say, I'm going to do this. It's time to do this. So I do it and the job takes like 10 minutes. And then I say to myself, okay, what's next? Yeah. And um, actually that I like, I call it my okay method. I use the word okay a lot. Are you going to do that for your cleaning? <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes. Okay. I have had to do that to myself, force myself to do, okay, if I'll just put in one load of laundry, if I'll just do this. And then it becomes kind of a role because you're in, you're like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jen, is there anything else from 2021 or looking to 2022 that you want to share with our listeners? I don't think so. I think that everybody just keeps pushing forward and, and I will say, I think one thing I learned this year was to like myself a little more. And I think that's important. I don't think we, I read this quote. um, Actually, I read it this morning. My niece posted it on Facebook or on uh, Instagram or something. You spend most of your life inside of your head. Make it a nice place. That really spoke to me. And I think maybe that will be my my goal next year mm-hmm. to focus on that would, that would probably be one of my goals too, is to focus on myself more than I do. And, and, and it doesn't, uh, to me, it doesn't necessarily mean to be selfish, but it means like if you make a mistake, it's okay. If you do something good, you, you can be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. For sure. Well, this has been fun looking back on 2021 when we decided to do this as an episode. I thought, well, 2021, how are we going to look back? I thought, well, just look back through the episodes. So it's been it's I always love this time of year. It's a very reflective part of the year where you reflect on the past year and going forward. So it's kind of like school when school starts, like I may not go to school, but you get all excited because it's it's a new start. Mm-hmm. Yep. So even if you don't do New Year's resolutions, you really have to get excited on January 1 mm-hmm. of a brand new year. Fresh start. Feels like a fresh start. Even though you can make a fresh start anytime, there's something about a new yeah. year that yep. makes it great. Well, we appreciate all our listeners, too. We want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We'll be back in 2022. Yay!